You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. Oh, there you go. I forgot to put a bit of a, uh, a fade out. <laughs> well, actually, no, that's right. It did the right thing. Yeah. Mash. It's, it's a mash. It's a mash, isn't it? There we go. The boys are back to entertain you. We are. We're here. We're back after a two-week break. Yes. Uh, I went to London last weekend, didn't I? Not near London. I did, yeah. Did you meet up with Baz and Tell? No. No, they didn't. They weren't interested, no. They were listening to my show on Wednesday. Were they? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. I'm in Salford. I think she must have the hots for you. I reckon so. Or he might have the hots for you. <laughs> I know he's got it from Andy, hasn't he? He's told me to stop faffing about and play the bleeping record. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Tell him it's your show. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I tell you what, we give these two non-presenters a little bit of uh, little bit of uh, publicity, a little bit of access. Come round here, and they think they're blimmin' God's gift. To, 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 <laughs> well, Helen is God's gift to women. And weirdly, Men. weirdly, yeah. the song they wanted was already on my playlist. No, the, the latest Ed Sheeran song. Oh, was it? What? Which <laughs> one was that? Oh, I can't remember what it's now. It's the sort of rappy one that is he it. Does. Don't. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, we're playing that today. Oh, he's getting some good airplay then. Yeah, on he is. Going to play a bit of Lily Wood as well, like, and a bit of Robin Schultz. And uh, Prayer Bri- and tea. Brian Might. Yes, indeed. A bit of Maroon 5 and Maps, and a bit of Magic Rude. I love that song. Oh, good song, that, yeah. Back to back, we've got uh, from Kate Bush, Them Heavy People, and a bit of Babushka. Yo. Because I got me old, uh, I got me record decade, haven't I? So I've been doing a bit of playing. She's a sexy lady, isn't she, Kate? Yeah, I used to have such the hot... Uh, have you seen the T-shirt? The, the, remember the T-shirt photo she did? Yes, you showed me that. I've not been able to find that anywhere online. I've searched for that oh, religiously. In a, in a pro- <laughs> well, not inappropriate, but she just sat there looking lovely yeah. with a very tight T-shirt on, yes. showing her bosom off. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. She's, uh... Can I... S- can you what? Just drop the fader a minute. I want well, to ask a quick can... question. Hang on then, all right, go on then. Smuggling some peanuts. Peanuts? Yes. Oh, sorry, just checking what you said. <laughs> just wanted to check if I was allowed to say it. Well, with the station director. Like, I don't really care. <laughs> I've lost interest. No, you're not. And uh, Well, I'm just glad you're here, because I thought you were going to die of mushroom poisoning. Oh, mate, I've just been trying to look for that on here, actually. So, uh, it's, uh, don't I, Do you know what? I'm not. It. You would not believe how much, how, well, how our mortality... It's protective of the fact we don't go mushroom scour- scourging or scurrying. Don't, or don't look it up. If you look it up on the internet, you'll have it. Whatever it is you find, you'll have. Well, I've had, that's the problem, though, isn't it? Because I basically, didn't I? I ate these mushrooms. I went yeah. I went out to the field. We've had these mushrooms now for... They've been out there for a couple of years. Yeah. Well, not. They've obviously come back, die and stuff. Yeah. And um, they're like yellow ones. And they've got a nice convex top. You put a picture up, didn't you? Of them? Yeah, I did, and I sent an email. I sent the photo to this guy who runs a site called TheMushroomDiary.co.uk, um, and I said, "These look like so and so, so and so's." And he came back and said, "I think they're they are they're field caps. Um, they're either spring field caps." He said, "Despite the um, despite the the time of year, they they 
carry on until September. Right. And there's some other ones, and he gave me the Latin names from. He said, okay. but they're all edible, some are more than others. Okay. So I thought, oh, happy days. So I went and collected loads, and I cut them up, and then cooked them. Were they nice to eat? I put them in olive oil, and ah. things cooked in olive oil get a funny taste, yeah, don't they? Yeah, and they taste of olive oil. Yeah, they taste of olive oil. Yeah, so they tasted of olive oil. Uh, and that was it, really. Thought nothing of it. And then, of course, I had that stomach dodgy the last two weeks ago it started yeah, two weeks did, ago yeah. today it started yeah. which was um a, just over a week after i'd eaten them of course i start searching on the internet and i think oh yeah it's fine but the thing that freaked me out was this right um so poisoning so i'm looking on patient.co.uk which is a handy website Paul, just no, for your, I'm not gonna go just there. For your reference because i'll have it all whatever we look at so it says here poisoning with potentially lethal m- mushrooms in the uk is extremely rare high toxic types are not likely to be found in towns or cities aminita phalloides death cap <laughs> which looks exactly the same as the ones i ate except for it has this thing called a vulva oh yeah oh yeah which swedish car isn't it? yeah yeah, it is. For co- a Cockney Swedish car, Volvo. <laughs> yeah. um, and it goes right in the bottom and comes up a little bit, like a like it sits in like a recess. Yeah. Um, the death cap is the most toxic UK species and is found in all areas with the possible exception of Sutherland and Western Ross. The equally toxic Amanita virosa is found in the Birchwoods of the north. And then this one, which I thought it could be... Uh, Cortinarius SPP are becoming more frequent, but only three cases of poisoning have ever been reported in Britain. Symptoms may not start until something like two weeks after but, you've eaten it. But and, surely, all and then your kidneys fail. But surely Mushroom Man would have known if it was yeah. something dodgy, wouldn't he? Yeah, but when I went to the doctor, I went to the doctors on Tuesday and I said, look, I've had this back pain, I've had this bloating, I just feel crap. And she said, and I said, I've brought with me a wee sample. I said, I brought my own as well, not just one of the sheeps or anything. <laughs> The thing is, I actually said to her, this is vintage 10 past 7. <laughs> <laughs> and she sort of looked at me like this as I thought, oh, and then she went, oh, right, okay. Did she ask you, did, did you know you had to no, bring, you just, I took, just took one, just assumed you should? Well, I thought it was a good idea. Did you take a fetal? No, no, no I don't mean a fetal. <laughs> What's what you saw? Weird, who are you? <laughs> so, um, did you take a bag of poo with you? No, well? I didn't take a bag of poo. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did, did that, and um, I said to her, this is uh, this is. She dipped it and she said, "Yeah, you're not pregnant, which is good." Yeah, she did swill. Um, yes, definitely a ten past seven. Plenty of body. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she did that, and then uh, I said to her, "I said, well, I've also brought in some mushrooms I ate two weeks ago." And she said, mm, "Yeah, chances are you'd be dead if they were the poisonous ones." She said, "Where'd you get them from?" Because I go scourging quite a lot. I said, "Well, you want to stop that as a doctor?" She went, <laughs> no, mushroom scourging. <laughs> so anyway, I told her. And, and then I said to her, and I didn't think what I was saying. I just said to her, of course I've been banned from the internet. <laughs> and <laughs> I know, which I meant that my doctor had banned me from the right, internet. Right, okay. And she went, and she looked at me and went, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what for? And I said, oh, Dr. Unwin. She, I said, because I'm on there all the time. I've had, I've had, and I just went through all the illnesses I've had in my head. And she went... Oh, I see. Oh, right. And then she looked relieved. <laughs> Thought you had a legal ban from the internet. Exactly. For doing yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Now then. Now then. So, um, yeah. It, I, I don't know. So she said, "Well, because you've had wild mushrooms, we've got to do a liver test and a heart okay. and, a, and a kidney test." But I think you got OBS, which is it's not great, but it, at least it's not going to kill you. Yeah, but I don't think it is that because I've been on the internet since and checked it out, and I think oh, I've got no, either stomach it. issues or. 
The other one. You think it's the... Yeah, yeah it's got to be the worst. Oh, I know. That's why you shouldn't go on the internet. Yeah. Oh, dear. Should we play a bit of Wankelmer and Emma Louise? Why not? Yeah. Why not I indeed? can't believe they called that yeah. Emma. Emma's a funny name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. This is a bit of My Head is a Jungle, and it's the radio edit. So let's have a listen. I'm sure it's a real... I've not listened to this one, so I'm sure it's a real jazzy dance house music. Oh, it sounds quite nice, actually. Do it me ears in. It's bouncing from left to right in yeah, my that's ears. That's the bounciness, that is. Back after this on 7 FM, eight minutes past eight. Radio. So we're back. We certainly are. Yeah. So I, I tell you what, 
I've been looking at um, computer stuff this week, and I, it fascinates me how smaller and faster, lighter and uh, not as hot running processors are getting. So, Intel launches its first 14 nanometer processor for thin, fanless PCs. Uh, Intel has launched a generation of processors with the smallest transistors ever featured in a commercial product. Because we forget that chips are built up of transistors, don't we? We always think transistors don't exist anymore. Do oh, we well, think that? Uh, well, you, I, if I knew any technical what, stuff, I might, yeah. yeah. The Core M chip is the first in the family of Intel's next-generation Broadwell processors. Intel had initially aimed to start delivering them to computer makers last year. However, problems manufacturing the 14 nanometer. God, that is small. Yes. How big is that? A uh, little. Yeah. I, was, I mean, a nano, that's got to be... So you've got micro, milli, micro, nano, isn't it? So that's yeah, milli is hundreds, micro is a thousands, nano is a millionth, is it? I don't know. I don't know. If Andy Sutton was listening, he would know what I should know is. this. I was at the Science Museum, they got a whole thing dedicated to nano robots and technology. I obviously oh, yeah. didn't read it properly. You clearly never. Mm. So anyway, uh, 14 nanometer transistors meant that the first chips were not sent until July. The tech office improved computing power and better battery life, according to Intel. The firm has managed to make the physical size of the core, the core M, 50% smaller and 30% thinner than that of the equivalent last-generation Haswell chip, well, whatever, which featured 22 nanometer, meaning billionths oh, of a meter. Oh, there we go. There's the answer. Blimey, O'Reilly. Um, and there you go. So, I mean, basically, the firm says that manufacturers will now be able to produce razor-thin, fanless tablets. Now, that's, wow. that is actually interesting, because when you think about it, a lot of the power is wasted en- energy. Yeah. And Get you've then the got to use power to cool it yeah, as well. yeah. Um, less than 9 mil, which is 0.35 of an inch thick, without having to opt for a less powerful option, such as the rival ARM-based processor. Mm. Mm. That's amazing. It's changing all the time, technology. Oh, mate, it's changing, isn't it? What, what can you say about it? About that? Well, as I said, they, so... There was a whole thing at the Science Museum, and I went to the Birmingham Science Museum, which is brilliant, by the way, if you have Birmingham been, one? Yeah, there's one called... It's, it's called noise. Think Tank. I didn't even know it existed. I was going to take the children to the How one at Bristol. It's over four floors. When did you go up there? Tuesday. When you invite us? Uh, I didn't want to. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> I never thought about it. No, that's fine. I, I, yeah, I don't like you. And they yeah. were talking about nano robots that can work together to do clever stuff, and I really should have read it. You know when you tell your children off for not reading it properly and oh, skimming yeah, it and going yeah. on to the next thing that looks more exciting? Then um, that's what I did. But then they had a big sort of robot with with a face on it that could do facial expressions and do impressions of people. Really? So I got distracted by that. So I, I don't know anything about it, really. Okay. Well, It'll be useful in medicine, though, isn't it? Well, these nano be. things, these nano things, um, jiggling their way around your body and fixing stuff. Ah, well, there you go. It's um, interesting stuff. Is that a real text we've had in, or is that a stupid it's not jump ours. It's, a, oh. it's the ones who don't clear them out, isn't it? Oh. So I don't. I need look in there. Do you, do you want? Did you see the red arrows? Oh no! Did you? No, well, I'll tell you about when I did. After I told you about when I didn't. Okay. <laughs> so the red arrows of military aircraft flew over Gloucestershire this morning, Mm-mm. which is yesterday morning. I thought I changed that. Yeah, sorry. On the way to the NATO summit uh, in Newport, yeah. a display of twenty-two military aircraft from nine countries flew over the county on the way from Bryce Norton yep. to Newport and Cardiff. Isn't it? The RFs, RFs, RFs. Red Arrows were joined by fighters from the USA, Canada, Denmark, France, oh, Germany, Poland, me. Portugal, and the Netherlands. Yeah. So I didn't see them, but you know I took Veronica up the Black Mountains oh, yeah. a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> as we were walking along the ridge, uh, I heard us all... 
That sounds good, actually, on the radio. Yeah, it did, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked up, Red Iris came over in formation, right over the hill. Did you say to her? I said... Did you just make a call and go, thanks, guys? <laughs> I didn't you pick your phone. You should have done that. I said, uh, I did say, I hope you appreciate that. I've put that on for you. It's a lot of effort. <laughs> uh, brilliant, brilliant. I don't know where they were going. No. Well, I was in my uh, garden on, I don't know what day, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we heard this heck of a row of... So I thought, uh, what's that? I thought, which is what you would Yeah, you would. And I looked round, and there were three um, Apache gunships going over. Oh, wow. And then about five or six um, of these, I think they're Russian men, I'm not sure, but they're basically planes... Oh. As they start taking off, yeah. their, their engines rotate yeah. and become yeah. chopped. Uh, but there was about five of them. Wow. That's cool. Oh, Have you been to the Jet Age Museum yet? No. I want to go. Brilliant. We went there last Sunday. Oh, again. Again. Didn't well, we, we had Andrew's, uh, Janine's sister down. Oh. And I knew you, you, she wouldn't like you, so I didn't oh, fine. invite you That's for that fine. as well. <laughs> oh, did you not want me to crank your staff? You know what I'm like. I come and take over and they'd love me. She's, well, she's a do- doctor of genetics, so I don't know what she's on about half the time anyway. Oh, really? So, yeah, she's, got, she's clever. Oh, really? But she's lovely. Yeah. She, oh, she, but Just in case she's listening. Yeah. Um, just in case she is listening. No, well worth it. Well worth it. And it's all it's free to get in. They're all run by volunteers who are really knowledgeable. And, uh, re- you know, they're just keen to talk to you about stuff. So how do you get to it then? You go into the airport. Oh, no, you don't no, go no, to the airport, the airport, do you? No. No, you go... You, is it you the know, business park behind the airport? Yeah, so you go in by where the builders and that caravan place is. Oh, you go in there? What, right by there. Mitsubishi? Uh, a bit further along from there. You know where the traffic lights are? Yeah. There's a sort of... Where Seven Trent Water and all that lot, they, you go in there. Yeah, that's Mitsubishi. Oh, is Mitsubishi there? Okay. Yeah, you go out and it's on the left. Okay, well, the Jet Age Museum is just on the right. Okay. But they've got um, they've got some great stuff. It's, and, of course, I've, obviously, I'm Bro- from Brockworth, which is where the yeah. Gloucester Aircraft Yeah, 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 was. GTE, Gloucester Trade Estate. Yeah, so it was good. I was chatting to them about that. and the, well, about where got, you lived? Well, no, they said, do you know anybody that used to work then if you're from Brockworth? And I said, well, no, I, actually, my next-door neighbour was a director at Hawker Sidley. Really? And I've got a clock at home, which he bequeathed me in his will, uh, that was presented to him after 20 years' service when he retired. Fantastic. So they were quite, oh, yeah, that's quite interesting. But they've got a mock-up. They've got the Hercules bomber. They've got a, still got the sort of the nose of it. Yeah. And you can climb up a ladder and sit in the cockpit. That's right. As it was. Amazing. Yeah. Really cramped and you can sit where the engineers were. Yeah. But yeah, great. Worth a visit. Definitely worth a visit. We should have done that before the kids went back to school. Mm, yeah. I suppose so. I never even, yeah. I, well, I didn't, I, I didn't even really, th- I never think to go there. The one I want to do is, is uh, Concord. I want to go on to, down to Concord. Oh, should we cool. do that one day? Go to Concord? Yeah. Is, there, is, is that is like it still a, open? I have no idea. It must be. I don't know. Well, we're checking that out. Yeah. I'll tell you, let's take a quick ad break, and then let's come back and uh, talk some more, or even play a song. We'll play a song, actually. We'll do Taylor Swift after. So we'll come out of the ad break with a bit of Taylor Swift on Severn FM. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. Morning, sir. Hi, I'm checking in for my flight. Lovely. Business or pleasure? Holiday. And where will you be staying? With my parents. They live over there. Lovely. Travel insurance? Oh, no thanks. Have you got travel insurance? Uh, no. Check to see if you need any vaccinations? No. Checked out the local laws? No, look. <laughs> Why do I need to know all this? I'm just staying with my parents. Uh-huh. Is either of your parents A, a local lawyer or the chief of police, B, fabulously wealthy, C, the owner of a private claim that's owned fully trained medical staff, or D, none of the above? Uh, D. Lovely. Are you a superhero and, in fact, immortal? Things can go wrong on holiday abroad, even if you're staying with family. 
so check it out before you check in. Visit fco.gov.uk slash friends and family. For all the best traditional hymns and contemporary Christian worship songs, tune in to the Sunday Spirit Music Show every Sunday afternoon from 1 until 2pm UK time on 7FM. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Yes, we're back. We are. We've been talking about you, haven't we, as well? Yeah, <laughs> whoever you are. Yeah, we've been talking about <laughs> you a lot this morning. <laughs> Behind your back, mainly. So, did you see that thing in the paper about Kate R. Bush? That she's basically yeah. got eight albums in the top 40 album charts, for the, and that's the first person that's ever done that. That is impressive. All oh. on the back of a sort of relaunch. Oh, fantastic. Is she doing new songs, or are they all her old songs she's doing? Um, I'm not saying. <laughs> I've, I've, um, I've recently followed some. I did see, actually, I don't know if you want to go to this, but there's, a, um, there's an event at... Uh, the Stroud subscription rooms, yeah, which we've been. Uh, inv- I don't know if we've been invited to. Probably not. Um, and it's called somebody called Simply Kate. Okay, who's I think she's uh, from Norway or somewhere. It's uh, like a tribute. Yeah, but she's really good oh. and um, re- really good. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I don't know if you're up for that or not. Maybe. Yeah. What going? What would you tell me? This is an official. Naked. Official seven FM naked trip. official naked. 7 yeah. FM trip. Well, you know. Well, she's from Norway, so that she'll be yeah, fine with that, yeah. won't she? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to read some news? Pick one. I will. My, I, I, I'm getting distracted. Oh, you've done one, haven't you? done the uh, Red Arrows. Yeah, I have. So let's do, I'll tell you what, let's talk about uh, comedian Joan Rivers, shall we? Because um, she's a bit like Marmite. Yes, she is. Um, brown and spread her on bread, and she tastes horrible. Yeah. Um, but no, she is a... She, you've got to admire her. I tell you what, I didn't realise how attractive she was when she was younger. I don't think I've seen any pictures when she was younger. Oh, I have. I've I, I, I can't. Nothing's working over here for me, by the way, so... What, what do you mean? I can't log into anything. Oh, that's a shame. So, the comedian Joan Rivers has died at the age of 81. Her daughter has announced Melissa Rivers said her mother passed away surrounded by her family and friends at Mount Sinai Hospital on Thursday. The comedian stopped breathing during a procedure on her vocal cords at an outpatient clinic last Thursday. That's strange, isn't it? It is. That's a weird one. It is. Um, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll play this little bit now from a guy called David Stiletto, and he's going to tell us all about it. China. I hate whiners. Oh, I hate dead people. I thought marriage was going to be hugging and kissing like in the movies. You Joan Rivers wrote a book. It was called I Hate Everyone, starting with me. Filthy dishes, that's what. <laughs> that whole problem with the throat, where they took the nodules off and she can't sing it. Ugh. Ugh, calls me every day. There's a good reason she didn't get invited to many of Hollywood's A-list parties. Hello, Joan. <laughs> Born Joan Malinsky, she grew up in Brooklyn, New York. And your mother is a... A mother. Uh, just a mother. <laughs> Her big break was The Tonight Show in the 60s. Are they? Well, now they're very showbiz. audience here really liked you. America, indeed, nowhere had seen anything like Joan Rivers on television. Men really like intelligence more when it comes right down to... Oh, please, are we going to go back to that? Are you, you know, kidding? Sure, I mean, oh. it's a brain, you know, a caring person. No man person. has ever put his hand up a woman's dress looking for a library card. Eventually, she got her own late-night show, competing with her old Tonight Show friend and mentor, Johnny Carson. What she hadn't done was tell Johnny Carson... He never spoke to her again. Last show last night. Within a year, she and her husband, Edgar, who was producing the show, were fired. Edgar committed suicide. Bulimia, depression, career meltdown. It was a low point, but she bounced back. She was still performing in her 80s. I mean, how depressing is this? 40 years in the business, and this is where you end up. Now that's 
a good page. You okay. know what I mean? These are good pages. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12... She believed in work, both on stage and on that increasingly extraordinary face. I was playing, here we go, <laughs> the Bronx at 4.30 in the afternoon. I have a friend who just got married. The woman is 32 years old. She had 14 appendectomies, if you know what I'm telling you. <laughs> she loved to shock. Indeed, the reason we can perhaps these days talk about anything... I was there when she gave birth. <laughs> ...is because people like Joan Rivers really had the nerve to say the unsayable <laughs> and make it funny. Music, news and information for South Gloucester. Show me. 7FM. So what's your verdict then? I didn't like her. Really? See, I just think her voice makes me laugh. Oh! <laughs> she does that. Oh, don't tell me about that. She was too she acerbic for me. <laughs> she was what? Too acerbic for me. What does that mean? Talks about cervixes. <laughs> acerbic. A sort of acid wit. I didn't like Ooh. that. I just thought I'd use a big word because I thought of it. Well, you've got me on that one. <laughs> What's the matter? I'm just checking the ceiling oh, for, a, no. for, a, for a mice. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't like her. She was too... Uh, she was too far... I, I just wondered if she tried too hard to be offensive. I know that was her style. Well, she wasn't like Roy Chubby Brain offensive, was she? No, but there was a quote from Do you like him? No, I don't I like him either. Him. No, I can't stand him either. He gets on my nerves. What Someone a, else you don't like. What about that um, other comedian, the northern one from um, the round face one? Um, Looks like, uh, Peter No. <laughs> no, the, the really <laughs> offensive one. The round face offensive northern it comedian. used to be on um, The Comedians back in the 70s. Frank 70- Carson? Yeah. He was all right. She liked him. Oh, no, 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 not Frank. Sorry to be sure, is he? No, that's a cracker. That's a cracker. Not him. Not him for Northern Ireland. Oh, yeah, that's not him. No. I don't know who you're thinking of. Oh, it's a real blow. It talks like oh, this. Oh, um, oh, that's going to really bug Frank. me. No, that would be... Oh. Yes. What's his name? Oh. Oh, and my internet's not working. <laughs> that's driving me mad. It's like torture. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, I don't... Oh. Can you talk amongst yourself? Well, I yeah, think I can, yeah. <laughs> So, I know what you mean. I'm here on 7FM on my own while Paul thinks oh, about the name of the bloke. Yeah. Oh, talks like this. Oh. oh, I can picture his face. Um, I, I, can't, I, 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 I won't what? let it slip. <laughs> I won't let it go. I'll remember. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to play a song for you and then you can think about All it. Right, I can you. reset your internet as well. Thank you. All right. Let's play a bit of magic and a bit of rude. Cool. Saturday morning, jumped out of bed. Put on my best suit. Got in my car. She's in 
Cause I need to know You say I'll never get your blessing Till the day I die to love my friend But no still means no South Gloucester, Hardwick, Quenchley, Kingsway. This is 7FM. Certainly is 7FM. That's where we are this morning. We are. In the little cow shed, 7FM studios built on a cow shed. <laughs> um. I've I found this thing that's been was bothering me. Go on, Ready then. for this? I'd actually I tease you with it. Just tell me the first name. Well, you'll get no, it. No, tell me the first letter of the first name. B. B. Brian, 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 Bob. No. Bill, Bert. All close. Close with Bert. You got the first three letters. Well, bet. No, first ben. three letters, B-E-R. Burr. Bernard Manning. Yes. That's the fella. Yeah. Yeah, he had the same sort of humour. It was just kind of a little bit horrible. <clears throat> it was a little bit horrible, wasn't he? See, Karen, uh, Karen's dad, we were talking about this while I was collecting grass the other day. That was interesting. Um, oh, I saw pictures of that. It was interesting if you'd put four <clears throat> pictures of it up. God, blimey. <laughs> I tell you what, I didn't think it was going to take that long. And basically, I'd clear two football fields uh, full of grass. Is that a special machine you have for picking up grass, then? I've got it here, yeah. Fantastic. It's a grass collector, it's yeah. called. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I got one of them. They're yeah. at the end of my arms. Yeah, that's it. It's called Anne's. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I did a quite. I've done a bit of fixing this week. So I fixed yeah. my car. Yeah. Fixed the tractor starter motor and then left a bit out, so I had to take it apart oh, and put it back in again. No. Actually, it didn't work with the bit in, so I sort of cut it <laughs> half and put it back in, and it's now working. Um, so I've done that. I did a bit of hedge cutting yesterday, as you can see from my yeah, arms. Yeah, you look like you've been in a fight with a lion. Yeah, rare. I have. It's true. <laughs> um, I'm. Do you know, I'm. 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 I'm watching a lot of these air crash investigations oh, at the moment. Here we go. Yeah, it's fantastic. There was this one I watched um, where the 737-400 series was um, going between... Um, well, it's basically over one of the oceans, a bigger, and it had about three hours across the ocean. And um, the, the two pilots, the, the pilot and the co-pilot, just retired to bed yeah. and let the second crew come in okay. take over. And um, just... They were doing the 520 knot or mile an hour, you know, across the sea. And all yeah. of a sudden, I, I didn't know this, but the, the, well, the plane just yawed violently to the right. Is yawed a plain word for swung? Like uh, it basically went veered, like this. Veered. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. So rather okay, than yeah. go like that, roll, yeah. it yeah. basically yawed right. to the right. Um, which would have felt very strange. Lots of banging and lots of, like, the plane started diving as well because secondary effective roll uh, you always roll as we all know yeah of course um <laughs> yeah so basically plane does that anyway they got they got it back by putting in full opposite rudder and right, full opposite aileron okay they couldn't work out what had happened and then they realized what had happened and apparently the 737 on the 400 series it had two rudders right a bottom rudder and a top rudder and okay. the bottom rudder had um, gone past its stop and just gone into... Uh, it jammed in full left. Oh, my word. So it's constantly trying to... Yeah. So they had to fly two hours, right? And you could see when they... I mean, it was a drama, dramatisation. Yeah. But they had uh, sweat running down their heads. 
from this where the guy was saying I, I getting every 10 minutes that's changed because they're getting cramped from standing on the register much. oh my word oh it's terrible but anyway they flew it back landed um, and of course as they're coming into land they had to make sure that they didn't sell our full rudder on otherwise when they hit the floor the nose wheel would have gone to the left and they'd have turned the plane over oh my word it's just amazing well you shouldn't watch these things though you'll be, no. you'll well be you up- should because they, they make you a better pilot well, they probably do from a pilot's point of view. Hmm. I don't. So, the only exception, I watched the program about you know the great big fire there was in whichever underground station in London, Kings Cross. Actually, I impressed my children with this. Yeah, Kings Cross. So they were talking about this, and they said they couldn't it was understand. Wooden elevators. They couldn't understand how it's suddenly like gone boom, and it was a massive oil load of flame. And I said, Do you know what I reckon? This is where we watched. I said, You know, every time a train comes in, there's a there's a sort of vacuum, and it sucks a load of air in. I said that would make it go that. And it, a, mi- a second after I said that, the narrator sure. said. Um, the narrator said, the initial theory was that as a train comes in, <laughs> it's virtually word for word. And both my children both looked at me as if to say, how did you think of that then? But then was there a however? Yeah, it was a however. It was the oil and <laughs> grease on the, underneath the... I know. And of course, do you remember the wooden elevators? They oh, had not escalators. Really. They had like long, thin bits of wood like that. Um, and uh, if you go to the transport museum, there's a there's actually the fir- one of the first ones used. Oh, really? In the um, you know model of it. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Got a text. No. Oh. I press the button. Oh. I'm just I'm just basking the fact I can connect. Oh, that's good. I, I do it because sometimes people message me on air personal things. What I like? You smell uh, of wee. Yeah. Do you get a lot of that? Uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. So, no, that was nothing. That was somebody laughing about the fact that my phone's autocorrect. I don't know if you saw this. Oh, yeah. You type in Paul Alcock, you're trying to change it to Paul Alcoholic. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think that goes without saying, doesn't it, really? <laughs> Absolutely does. Do you want what? to read one of these? There was a pause then, yeah, which well, there one? Well, because I, you just don't, I don't know. I, I, we're not on the same wavelength. I'm, sca- I'm not very well still. I'm so. scared of interrupting you. Don't, don't interrupt. <laughs> pick, pick one on the back. Uh, Google. Yeah. Is that the back or I'm on the front? Oh, that'll do. Okay. So Google is to repay parents for unfair in-app purchases. I'm all for this. Yes, I'm me. Uh, Google is to pay at least $19 million. I should have said that in your voice, shouldn't I? $19 million. Quite literally. Uh, £11.6 million, pounds, that is, to settle a formal complaint over unauthorised in-app purchases. The complaint came from the US Federal Trade Commission, which said Google should do more warn people about how much they were spending. Most of the purchases were made by children keen to advance in popular smartphone games. This is all familiar. The settlement requires Google to tell all those who made in-app purchases about how to get a refund because it took payments from parents for charges incurred by their children. As more Americans embrace mobile technology, it's vital to remind companies that time-tested consumer protections still apply, including that customers should not be charged for purchases they did not authorise, said FTC Chairwoman Edith Ramirez. Do you know, half of me, though, that does annoy me. So, you give... You give access... I mean, on on, on Apple, I'll talk about that. So, we've got all phones on my Apple account. Yep. You need a password yep. to authorise an app. My credit cards that I've assigned to my account, I've given access to my children for that. Yes. They know not to buy anything. Yeah. They know what will happen if they do. Yep. They all know the password and they use it to download yep. apps free. Yep. If they want to buy something, they'll come and ask me and give me the money and then they'll do it. Yes. So if, if they then go and do it, why on earth shouldn't I be held accountable for them doing it? Well, the thing I don't like about it is that you have to sort of pre-load your credit card details in. Ah, yeah. And the only thing, well, I don't, is the only thing stopping them buying it is them knowing that it's going to cost something. But you've given them access to your account. Yeah. You've you've authorised them by saying, 
That's like saying to you, that's like saying to, uh, if you, anal- maybe analogy, analogy is or not, but you basically give someone your credit card and give them the PIN number and then say, oh, well, I didn't expect them to go and buy um, a car on it. I thought they were just going to go and buy a bag of chips. But if you'd given them that credit card number and say, go and buy me this, please, yeah. and then next week they go, oh, because I still had your number, I went and bought that as well. Yeah, but that's not the credit card company's fault. Absolutely not. How can it be? No, but I just think it's wrong the way they make you force you to put your credit card details in. And the only thing stopping you accidentally buying something is your children thinking, oh, hang on a minute, that's going to cost something. Might so, don't you yeah, think- but you, yeah, but you've, you've given them, you've given your children your account details to yeah. allow them to use your account. But you can't use an Apple device unless you've plugged all your credit card in and stuff, can you? Uh, yeah. So you, can you set up an account without giving it your credit card yeah, and doing all that? Yeah, you just can't buy stuff. Yeah, you just can't you buy You can it. lock it down. Yeah. Well, maybe the people should do that then. Is it different on, on uh, Android then? No, I was thinking of Apple that you can do it on. You don't have to put anything for Google uh, apps. So, but that was Google apps that have been made to repay the money. Yeah. So how does that... Well, I, I guess you... So it must be people have pre-authorised it and then during a game... So they must have put on their Google account, here's my credit card, yeah. to buy something legitimately. And then during the game, something's popped up saying, do you want to buy more jewels to, and, you know, get into this cave? And you whatever. go, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. Ah, but that's not... Yeah, I just think it's wrong. I think when it comes down to it, you've... You know, it's, how can Google be held, or Apple be held responsible, when you've basically devolved them of all responsibility by giving your account details and giving access to your account to somebody else? I think maybe the issue was, and I don't know 100%, is that... Um, <laughs> it, maybe it wasn't so obvious that you were actually this thing was costing you. That I can. That may be. Yeah. That that's that. I can get that. Yeah, I get that. It, or maybe it's not as obvious as it should be. Maybe. I don't. I mean, it doesn't. We don't. I don't know from the news article exactly if that's what it is. But it's. I just think it's. I don't know. It's a dodgy area. I mean, it's obviously all about trying to get as much money as possible. Oh yeah, definitely. Let's take a quick ad break and then a bit of Maroon Five, and we'll be back after this on Seven FM. <laughs> You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. When you're on holiday, partying in clubs, on the beach, even on the streets is great. But on your hotel balcony, not so great, especially if you've had a drink. To hear from Jake, who was lucky to survive, go to fco.gov.uk slash Jake. This is part of a joint FCO app to travel safety campaign. Change for Life is about real people like you and me, and the changes we can all make to stay healthy, like choosing less booze. These can be simple things like not getting into a round or just having a half instead of a pint. And if you drink every day, it's a really good idea to have a couple of nights off a week. Drink can sneak up on us and increase our risk of stroke, liver and heart disease. And the calories can really add up too, which we often forget. To check your drinking and for more tips and advice on cutting down, search online for Change for Life. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Bit of a drastic stop on that one. Don't know why I didn't play. That happens to me all the time on my show. Does it? Yeah. Honestly. You get to click. Do you? Oh, no, not because the system wasn't working, because I forget to click stuff. Are you, are you a click forgetter? <laughs> I'm getting better. I cut myself. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you licking your hands there? I know, I've got to stop that. It's a terrible habit. washing yourself like a cat. So one of my challenges next week is to install a record deck in here. Yo. So we can play records. At least another Scratches. Piece, piece, another piece of technology in here that I don't understand and can't use. No, good. Well, another problem. Another, another <laughs> thing to go wrong, as my dad would say. <laughs> yes. I did think about playing a CD the other day, and I put a CD in there and gave up in the end because I couldn't quite work it out. Did you? It's, it wasn't knowing which fade it was on. It was understanding all the buttons on those decks Just there. press that. Is that the, the big re- the one that lights up red? Yeah. Does it play then straight away? Yeah. Or is it linked to the fader? No, I haven't got it linked to the fader. So it'll play straight away? Yeah. I'll try that. That'll be another excuse for a big cap in this programme. <laughs> <laughs> and me cursing. So what have you been doing this week, Paulie boy? You been abroad? No. On holiday? No, no. I oh, yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because we missed a show. Ah. No, back at work this week, back mm. to the routine, children back at school and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, we went to London, we went to Harry Potter. Yeah. That was fantastic. You enjoyed that? Oh, yeah. And you watched the films first? No, what? we didn't. We started watching, um, we started watching... <laughs> Can I just describe to listeners what you've done? Yeah. Okay, I, all I'm sitting here, he's got some green shorts on, he puts his hands in his pocket, pulls out something that I can't see, sniffs it, pulls a horrible face and puts it back in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I cut the hedge yesterday and basically my trousers are full of hedge. <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere. There is, there is. I love the smell though. Of what? Of uh, my, not my trousers, <laughs> no, the, the smell when you cut a uh, Lalandii hedge. Oh yes. And you get that sort of pine smell. Yes. Like you oh. want to your toilet? Yeah, my toilet is full yeah. of pine. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. I spray it when I've been in there. Oh, right. <laughs> through choice or necessity? Uh, both. <laughs> Sorry, nice. I put you off there. You were halfway through saying something. Oh, probably. I'd give up. <laughs> what was I what saying? What were we saying? I don't know. I think we finished. Oh, Time no. for a song? I oh, know we just done that. No, what? You, oh, that's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we both have no brains. <laughs> It's because we're both competing Harry for the Potter, limelight on Harry my Potter, show. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. We went to the Harry Potter. Oh, fantastic. Took some photographs. Emily um, went to the Harry Potter house, the house they use for I the front. I think I saw the picture of that. The front viewing. Um, I did not know. Most most of the um, most of the scenes that involve scary things was done by animatronics. So the wolf, oh. when the wolf, that wolf. Yeah, I haven't seen them. That's actually an animatronic real wolf. They've made robot. Oh, wow. And t- have you ever seen it? So Robbie Coltrane's in it, isn't he? Yes. And he's uh, Hogwarts, Hogwarts or something. Hag- big, big bloke with a beard. Yeah. So whenever you see him, I automatically think that it's they, they've obviously made him bigger electronically or you know graphically. And right. Done it. No, he's a what? very tall man, isn't he? Well, he's not that tall. Is he not? He's not seven and a half foot. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what they did is they got a six and a half foot rugby player, and they built a replica head. No way. Of, yeah, and I saw the head, and it was there, the actual head they used in the film, and they they, they showed it talking. Oh, and my they, word. And they used uh, latex for his face. Yeah. And they they put this basket that this bloke had on his head, yeah. and the head was above it. So his head was here. Oh, I see. So every time you saw a shot where he was, like, in his giant's house or whatever, yeah. that was basically the animatronic head. Fantastic. Now I know it, I'm going to look for it. And You've it got an animatronic head, don't you, as well? I have, but I Covered don't in latex in a basket on your head? Yeah, I do. I don't talk about <laughs> it on a Sunday. Actually, we'd moved on from that because you were talking about cutting your head, weren't you? Yeah. We, so you've yeah. done lots of jobs. Sorry, yeah. I've caught up now. My brain is caught up with yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. There we go. So I tell you what I'm doing later today? Not then? really, no. All right. Go on, then. <laughs> it's Gloucester Day. Oh, is today, it? Isn't it? The parades. Oh, wow. Uh. 
Um, so there's, I don't know, I think it's different to the carnival. I'm not sure if it's the same. Anyway, it's lots of parades and bands playing and it's kind of a big festival going on in Gloucester today. So you're going, are you? Well, George's, mar- so the St Andrew's Pipe and Drum Band They're are marching, marching and, wow. and doing some stuff. So, yeah, we'll be going there this afternoon. That looks like it'll be quite good. And in between their performances, because we'll have some time to kill, I'm going to go to the cathedral, because they've got the Crucible exhibition on. Have they? Of all these sculptures, and some of them are amazing. I saw a little bit of them, because George's, they had a, a service in the cathedral, and, of course, they're surrounded by them. So that's pretty amazing as well. They've got Damien Hurst, some really big names there. My friend, um, my sister's mate, is his PA. Really? Yeah. I went to... It's funny, actually, because you know when you don't hit it off with somebody? Yeah. And then you realise afterwards it's just because you're quite similar. So right. me and her were like, having a big row. And, uh, but it's... It's, it's PA? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name now. Where, which context did you meet her in? She was with your, si- your well, sister? Well, the horsey lot, isn't it? Ah. So, for example, Karen's other friend was... Um, Jasper Carrots, her her husband was Jasper Carrots' agent. Oh, fantastic! So they went on the do a couple of years ago and went up to Birmingham and met um, Lenny Henry and all those oh, guys. Oh, brilliant! That was good. That's and pretty it, cool. I'll tell you what we'll do. <clears throat> we'll play a bit of Ed Sheeran and don't, which will take us up to the news. It will do. We'll do a bit of um, Kate Bush afterwards. Yeah, we're back to back with Kate Bush, aren't we? And then we'll be Baz and Tell after that. Fantastic! Let's do it, man. We got time for a full cooked breakfast. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> She said, don't you worry if I disappear I told her I'm not really looking for another mistake I called an old friend thinking that the trouble would wait But then I jumped right in a week later returned I reckon she was only looking for a lover to burn But I gave her my time for two or three nights Then I put it on pause until the moment was right I went away four months until I passed crossed again She told me I was never looking for a friend Maybe you could swing by my room around ten Baby, bring the lemon and the bottle of gin We'll be in between the sheets till the late a.m. Baby, if you wanted me, then you should have just said she's singing Don't win my love That heart is so cold All over my own I don't wanna know that, baby I only want to see her We drink away the days with a takeaway pizza Before a text message was the only way to reach her Now she's staying at my place and loves the way I treat her Singing out Aretha all over the track like a feature And never wants to sleep, I guess that I don't want to either But me and her, we make money the same way Four cities, two planes the same day And those shows have never been what it's about But maybe we'll go together and just figure it out I'd rather put on a film with you and sit on the couch But we should get on a plane or we'll be missing it now Wish I'd have written it down the way that things played out When she was kissing him, how I was confused about Now she should figure it out while I'm sat here singing Don't win my love That heart is so cold All over my I don't even 
never know if she knows what for She was crying on my shoulder, I already told you Trust and respect is what we do this for I never intended to be next But you didn't need to take him to bed, that's all And I never saw him as a threat Until you disappeared with him to have sex, of course It's not like we were both on tour We were staying at the same hotel floor And I wasn't looking for a promise or commitment But it was never just fun and I thought you were different This is not the way you realized what you wanted It's a bit too much, too late if I'm honest And all this time, God knows I'm singing Don't win my love That heart is so cold All over my own I don't wanna know that, babe and around the world at 7fm.com You're listening to the 7 Ball Breakfast Show with your host Andy Clark and his hangers on Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM 7 
So we are back. We've had a coffee. We're refreshed. We are. We've had a catch-up. I think my brother might be listening. Really? He hasn't posted anything. He's online. He Is normally he? listens when he's online. How do you know he's online? Uh, he's posted something on, on social media. Has he? Yeah. So he must be online, I think. Cool. If you're listening, Glenn, hello. I haven't spoken to him for ages. Yeah. Good to know we've got a listener in India today. It certainly is. I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go for a bit of baz and tell now. Hey, um, hey. Do you know what, though? Potatoes. I gave them the word potato. I ne- thought they had fruit. That was the one before. Oh. The next week's is going to be chains. Chains. So what I'm doing now <laughs> is picking <laughs> okay. the names from Blackadder uh, episodes. <laughs> oh, so potato was, uh, was a Blackadder one. Do they know that? Uh, no, they don't yet. Okay. They will do when they've listened to this. But do you know what? They missed... Because the, uh, I thought potato... There's a London history of potato in King Edwards. Okay. They didn't talk about the King Edwards potato makers that oh. you could... I mean, what a letdown. They're slacking. They are slacking. Have you uh, docked some of their wages? I have. I've um, <laughs> I've told them to give me back a th- the £1,000 that I've given them. Good. Hang on. That's more than I get. Well, you don't get anything. I get a cup of coffee every morning. Well, you get a cup of coffee and a kiss. couple of cups of coffee. Two cups of coffee and a kiss. Yes. <laughs> can I have two kisses in one cup of coffee? You can. Well, there is funny because I spat in both, so oh! it's exactly the same. Anyway... Let's have a listen to Baz and Tell this week and uh, see what they got to say about the word potato. Tell. Boonsk. <laughs> Boonsk? What's Boonsk? I don't know. No. So, um... We've got a word this week, and the word is potato. Potato. Not potato. Why do they say that? Because nobody says potato, do they? Like in the famous song. No, it's not even spelt potato, because it have an R in it. It'll be pot- Well, it might not. No, I-, I wouldn't say potato. I don't know anyone that says potato. No. That's rubbish, isn't it? They people, that right. I don't even think people talk about potatoes anymore, really, do they? Well, they talk about spuds, don't they? Yeah, or taters. Tatties. Tatties. Tats. Yeah. That's what they say. They I do. don't. I don't hear people talking about potatoes. Anyway, Clarky, why did you ask us to talk about potatoes? Yeah. He's, he's probably thinking of yeah. He's he's not. Anyway, he's having a cup of tea, now, isn't he? he doesn't yeah, care, I think he? he goes to the toilet when we're yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we've got that word anyway, right. and well, it's a staple diet, I suppose, isn't it's it? It's a very staple diet. Household. And wasn't there a, wasn't there a potato crisis in Ireland once? Was that the potato famine? That's it. The potato famine. Tell us about the potato famine, Baz. Well. I can tell you a little bit about it. Wasn't yeah. that when, uh, what's her name? That's your mum's Irish. You must know about it. Potato. F- <laughs> she, must, she must know about it. But you must know everyone in Ireland, don't you? Oh, yeah. There's only about eight Ash. people here. Yeah. Yeah. So the potato famine um, was in Ireland, and it was between 1845 and 1852. 1852, yeah. Yeah, it's only for seven minutes then. So she was only a youngster then, my Yeah, mom. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, how did, um, how'd you get on then with the old potato famine? The Great Famine. It's because of the potato blight, wasn't it? And that, did, isn't that because that was their staple food? Well, did they literally run out of potatoes? Well, I think, no, I think so, yeah. Potato blight. What did it they eat then potato instead? potato crops throughout Europe. It Rice. wasn't just in Ireland. It was <laughs> throughout Europe in the 1840s. Pasta. Was that really bad then? Well, yeah, because it was people's, it was people's um, staple crop. Oh, God. Lucky so, I went about that. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't very good. So how did they, had they rectify the situation? Well, they couldn't have chips. No. They couldn't have chips with things. All right. Um, they couldn't have jacket spud. Right. Or roasties. Mm. So that buggers up a Sunday then. Buggers up coming home from the pub and it buggers up your Sunday. Yeah. 
Well, in those days, I don't think they had a kebab to come, <sighs> like, you know, home from the pub. You'd normally stop off at Chippy and get Chippy. So they had to you'd have, have a... You'd have takeaway, small bag of chips, scraps, and a pickled onion or egg. So what did they end up with? Chicken chow mein? They'd have chicken chow mein, or they'd just have pickled onion, pickled egg. <sighs> and a bat, maybe. Oh. But it's a funny old thing, potatoes, isn't it? They are a funny old thing. Um, but I, I like a potato. Oh, I'll tell you what I like about potatoes. Mm. This is a good thing about potatoes. Yeah. You make crisps out of potatoes. Yeah. You do, don't you? They do aren't make they? crisps. But well, Pringles not always. Aren't. Pringles aren't. Well, they're just made out of dust, aren't they, Pringles? Pringles are made out of everything but potato, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're just made out of dust. They get all the... All, they scrape off all the rubbish, all the rubbish from the other food that they do, and then they just compress it, and that's what yeah. a Pringle is. Yeah. It tastes quite nice, though. Does it? Yeah. What about... Uh, what's your favourite favourite flavoured crisp? Like, proper crisp with a potato? Salt and vinegar. No, it isn't, actually. To be honest with you, it's ready salt, Oh, God. It's so boring. <laughs> what's yours, then? Cheese and onion. Oh, man. Yeah. Cheesy bunions, best. Honestly, it is. Yeah, but when you say cheesy bunions, that's the old foot thing, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It? It oh. In fact, when you say cheese and onion, it immediately think, ah... Oh, Dodge, dodge, but actually, nice taste. No, I like, I just like ready salted. Mm, or plain, or you can get some that don't even have salt on them. Oh, what, like <gasps> the old days? Shake like, yeah. Not shake back. You nearly no. said shake <laughs> 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 You salt and shake. Salt and shake, with a little blue bag. When I was a kid, right, me yeah. and my, me and my brother, yeah. my twinny bro. What, Lowell? Lowell. Yeah. We, um, we used to get just plain crisps and we used to try and make them salt and vinegar by putting vinegar on oh, them as well. Oh no, but they were horrible. Yeah, they were nasty. Did you shake it up in a bag? Yeah. Oh, that is so wrong. I didn't really like those um, shake and vac ones, though. <laughs> no, a little <laughs> bit flowery. No, no, yeah. No, I didn't like the shake and vac ones because when you put the salt in, yeah. it all fell to the bottom anyway. Yeah, but you shake the bag and yeah, there's you know, enough you grease on them to no, hold I a little bit No, I never salt. got on with them. I didn't ever get on with them. I do stuck with my cheese and onion. Do you know what's horrible though when you're eating a packet of crisps and you've got a little, like a little bit stuck in your tooth? No, a little oh. cut or something on your tongue. Oh yeah. Or a little. Really stings. Oh yeah, it's horrible, yeah. isn't it? Don't know. So when you've had a packet of crisps in the pub, yeah. Do you what do you do with the bag? Um. Ah, now you see. Yeah. That, that's a bit of a question. So, I just screw it up, and if I'm outside, yeah. I screw it up and stick it in the hole in the thing where the yeah. umbrella goes. Yeah. Or I stick it in a hole in the in in between the slats of the table. I don't put a knot in it. Ah, uh, see, I. What does that mean if you put a knot in it? I don't know, but I put a knot in it. Mm. I would tie a little knot in it. See, and then I'd put it in the slats. Lots of, the of people tie knots in. That's very nice and neat. But it's like some people pick the label off their bottles of beer. Yeah, I don't do that. No, well, it depends if I'm with someone. I'm a little bit anxious. Really? Yeah. I oh, do. yeah. You see, yeah. don't want to do that because I heard what that meant. Oh, yeah. I can't say it. So oh, it's, it's you can Saturday tell me morning. afterwards. Yeah, it's Saturday morning programme. Clark could get the ump. So, well, talking to Clarky, I mm. mean, he picked the word potato. Why do you think he picked the word potato? Because he looked in the mirror and saw his head and he thought it looked like a potato. Yeah, but he's not got sort of peely skin or anything. He hasn't like got a potato, peely skin, yes. but he does look like a very smooth King Edward. Do you think so? Yeah. But he's, he's... But he's <coughs> got a perfectly round head. He has. If, he, if you turn him upside down, you wouldn't know what, 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 whether he's on his head or not, would you? <laughs> Because he sat round. Especially if he didn't have his trousers on. Yeah. Oh! No! <laughs> I don't know how to reply to that. Yeah, but then he'd be an egg, wouldn't he? I, th I mean, I, th I understand <laughs> what you're saying, but I think there are other people who look like potatoes. There are other people who look like potatoes. Yeah. Who? What about, um, 
Lindsay Lohan. There was that website we found, wasn't there? And it's actually called People Who Look Like Potatoes. People Who Look Like Potatoes. Lindsay Lohan was one. And if yeah. I remember correctly, another one, a fella, was Vin Diesel. He did. And he does look like a potato. He does look like <laughs> a potato. <laughs> Who was that other fella? Well, there's one I can think of. Who? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Because he's got that sort but of craggy look, but he's probably more your he's probably more <coughs> your Maris Piper, I'd say. The, you know, the What's proper. What's a Maris Piper? It's a potato, but it's like a proper What's good, that mean, though, decent Maris Piper? potato. Is it expensive? Yeah. Where's it come from? Don't say ground. <laughs> <laughs> Is it British? Yeah, I think I think. That's do they grow it. potatoes in other countries? Yeah. Do they? They do. Where? Do they Where? pick them out with spoons? <laughs> Did I? That's what my granddad used to do. He used to pick the potatoes out of his along with a spoon. <laughs> How'd you get a potato out of the ground? Well, you get a fork, don't you? Not a spoon. Oh, a fork? <laughs> <laughs> no, not a fork, like a dinner fork. Why do you like a garden fork. How deep do they grow yeah, down? You must know, you've got potatoes in your garden. No, you get the dog to pull them up. The dog does pull the potatoes up, but I don't know there's even potatoes there. Mm. Oh, we've got to wind it up? We've got to wind it up now, Oh, go on in. Because okay. we've been going on way too long. <clears throat> You've chosen a song, haven't you, mate? I've chosen. It's just come out of my head. You oh, need to. Think, you need to guess the song now. All right, go on in. So, uh, right, okay. So I've mentioned this guy already, and he's one of our heroes, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Yeah, he's the man. Because he looks like a potato, like a jacket, looks like potato. a jacket potato, and not because he could be called McCain. <laughs> Michael McCain. Oven, oven chips. chips. No. Right. Um, <clears throat> and he's uh, he's a great guy. And there's a song about Michael Caine. Can you remember it? Yeah, yeah, well, the only song I know by Michael, about Michael Caine is by the one and only Madness. Yeah. Called My Name is Michael Caine. Yeah. Not a lot of people know yeah. that. Not Can I Have Some McCain's. Not Can I Have Some McCain's. <laughs> and that was got to be early 80s. 1983. I'd not, oh, God, you right on the button. And I was, yeah, brilliant song. Yeah. So we're going to ask Clarkie to do that one. Yeah. Clarkie, you must have McCain oven chips in your collection. Get it on the record player. Put it on for the lads, launch it, gas mark five, later on back. We get
So you're back with us after our sort of 20 minute break. Yeah. Ages. Nice. Nice yeah, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's Mr. Farity said, can't you say? Are you, are you listening, MDF? Or don't you listen? He's worked out uh, the alternative. Paul Ryan. Yeah, my, my Twitter name. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. I've got to be careful what I say here. Paul Ryan Olcock. I, I should know. It's my name. Yes. It's also my Twitter name. Yes. But it is my real name. It's annoying because I have to blooming type it out. I did it this morning. It's I like, know. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to leave my... Every time I see it, I can imagine you touching. It. Clearly, it's not a priority for you to change it because you haven't done it. I can't find one. Find one. When we finish the show, let's, let's go, go and do find it. We'll go, we'll go and do it. We'll go and do it. And you got, I know you've got a few thousand followers, so you're going to have to tell them... I have all sorts of random people following me, actually. Is it? Is it mainly Chinese women? <laughs> yeah. So he's coming in. He's He's sort of a bit behind the curve, any a little bit. Yeah. So where's, was, he, where's he been? I don't know. Is, we haven't heard from him from a while. No, for I, a he while. Might be dead. Well, he's <laughs> his ghost is posting on social media. So it starts. Uh, they allowed that. Begita's trying to listen as well in Sweden. She's suffering from a poor internet connection. She is. Did you read that upside down? No, no, no I told you. You did tell me. Uh, she's on the way to the optician for some new glasses. Where is she? Stop. No, I can't see her. What do you mean? Where is she? Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wake Do you know up. what this song is called? Uh, is it a Herb one? No. I just love the riff. You like a bit of organ, don't you? Not, no. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> you, were nearly, you nearly missed that. I did. No, I didn't. There was, I, I read a joke about that on Facebook this week. Did you? About the church, or the church, the church parishioner. Yeah. Who put a, um... The vicar. I suppose I can say this joke because yeah. it's, it's a bit semi-smutty. But okay, we'll be all right as long as no, Father Andrew's listening. Yeah, exactly. So basically, the uh, per, the the vicar is uh, talking to the parishioner who's cleaning the church organ, 
And on the top of the church organ is a... Um, oh, what is it? It's a, it's a bowl of water with a condom floating in the middle. <laughs> right. And basically he asks... Oh, no, I'm not going to... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you have to tell me off air now. Okay, I will. I'll tell you off air. I was telling somebody the other day, I had to laugh when you were speaking to Father Andrew the other week. Yeah. Um, Why were you laughing? Uh, well, you know, it's after that car had crashed near the church and you were talking to me about And you said, oh, I might be over later. Have I gone, uh, gone the organ? And with that, a millisecond's pause, you went, ooh, uh. <laughs> straight away. I'm thinking, hang on, he's talking to a vicar here and he's making jokes about playing on his organ. But that uh, says a lot about Father Andrew, doesn't it, it as well? Does. He's, he's a nice man. Filthy. Lovely man. But exactly. he is a bit potty mouth for a vicar, isn't he? <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> Can't say he's a potty mouth, and he's an alcoholic as well, isn't he? I, yeah. I didn't think they were allowed to be alcoholics because <laughs> alcoholic potty mouths. You can't say that, about sorry, Father, Father Andrew. About FA, if he's listening, he's I like Father Andrew. Yeah. He's really nice, and I better take the mic out, not take the mic out of him. Otherwise, for the next family bury, all you'll do something stupid. He'll yeah, curse you. Yeah, put the cross upside down or something <clears> like that. Well, he, might, do. he might do that. You just never know. Hey, da här Birgitta. Jag sitter i Stockholm och. Det här är 7FM, den bästa frukostshowen i världen. Oh. <laughs> dear! Birgitta. Oh, he dear. likes that. I do. He likes I that. I love that when she goes, yeah, yeah, She's still hoping to get over to the UK at some point. She, do you think we could drag her in here? She would absolutely come in here. Yeah, I don't think you'll like her. her. Oh, you don't think I'll like her? I think you'll like her and think she's attractive in a Swedish sort of way. Yeah. But in common with most Swedish women... They, oh, well, a lot of Swedish people, they're very sort of blunt and a little bit scary. I, I was chatting to Veronica recently and uh, she needed to go off and check something. She went, hold on. And really barked at me and I saw... <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh, that's exactly what I did. Thought. Oh, my God, I've upset her. And then yeah. a bit of my brain went, no, 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 no. That's just what she, she always does that. They don't mm-hmm. think... She doesn't She doesn't think. She just saying. doesn't think. So basically what you're saying is, even though Brigitte is really fit... She's got a nasty personality, <laughs> and she's very aggressive. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just saying that so you won't, you won't like her. Yeah, well, you know I will There's like her. There's too much commenting going on between you two on social media. Is like Liking and all the rest of this sort of stuff is getting all too powerful. Oh, are you getting a bit jealous? Well, too... you do all that stuff with Ellen, and then with with Caro and all the people I've introduced. So, uh, hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on. A, now I know it bugs you, I'm going to do it even more. No, 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 I'm no. going to like everything you do, Brigitte. Everything. Gonna, I do gonna, like everything you do, actually. I'm, I'm going to get her to unfriend you. Don't unfriend me, Brigitte. <laughs> you know it doesn't make sense to do that. No, it's good. She's good. She's funny. It's, she, she makes me laugh. We're getting real. Yeah, you've already <laughs> said it now, so... <laughs> oh, hang on, we've got an email in. From Brigitte. She's saying, stick one for him iPhone. <laughs> Sticking up my what? I don't, I don't know. know. There's any talking about you. Okay. Let's play another song, because I'm bored talking to you. All right. Um, and I'm not really, but I decided to say it. <laughs> so, do you want a bit of Iggy Azela featuring Rita Ora, the Black Widow, clean? Um, do you no. want... <laughs> have you got the dirty one? <laughs> I have, yeah. I have. I need to wipe it. Uh, Nico and Vince, am I wrong? A bit of Sam Smith, I'm not the only one. Uh, or David Guetta and Lovers on the Sun. Radio. I didn't like the David Guetta one. Let's, how about the Rita Ora one? You, you, you like that? Could be but, good. But just a brief anecdote. We were looking for some One Direction to play for next week's show when I was setting up on Wednesday. Do you know where I found the One Direction? In One Direction? In, In the recycle bin. <laughs> really? <laughs> Which made me laugh. It was also where you would expect to find it. But the first place it came up was the whole album that had been in the trash. Ah, no, the reason for that is... is um, 
The reason for that is is because it's been moved around. It was. It just made me laugh that it's, I just I someone going. Oh, I ain't having that on the show. <laughs> just deleted it all. <laughs> <laughs> Anything One Direction, find and delete. Uh, well, Stuart's haircut. This is One Direction haircut. He's got. Oh, is it? I must. Mm. Well, not I ever see him because he doesn't emerge from his room cave much, does he? Let's play a bit anyway. of this, and we'll be back on a uh, on this show after seven FM. It's nine twenty nine and forty seven seconds. a bit of Izzy there and now we're going to do a bit of the beat and hands off she's mine back after this on 7FM 
was good, wasn't it? I didn't like them. You never liked them. Well, I didn't get out of my studio now. Yeah, but you know, I was kind of more of a rocker than a mod. Yeah. Thing is, Rankin Roger did me a jingle. He did. He was good. He was nice. You liked him. Yeah. What's that thing he shouts at the end of the interview? Um, do it! Oh, that's it, yeah. Lots let of me, echo. Let me find it while you're talking. Okay, do you want me to start reading this thing Just carry yet? on, man, you're okay. in charge. Do you like cycling? Yes. Do you fancy doing 180 miles? No. In a day? No. I've done 100 miles on a bike in a day once. I really? Cy- yeah, I did the coast-to-coast route from uh, right across the Lake District, right across the, to Newcastle. That Seriously? Yeah. Over two days, about Crazy. 100 miles a day. I don't know if I could do it now. No, I don't think I would. So, yes... So three days before the tour of Britain hits Scotswolds, four cyclists will be setting off on a day trip uh, tomorrow. Actually, Sunday, seventh of September, um, a hundred and eighteen mi- mile cycle challenge around the Cotswolds. Really? So Barry Wyatt, who's the strategic head of development services at Strand District Council, Ashley Nicholson, and Paul Bowley uh, will be joined by an endurance cyclist, Rick Spring. That's a great name, isn't it? Of Cytec Cycles in Cross Strand. They're leaving Whitminster just before dawn. And they're going to try and do 180 miles in one day, capturing some of the route on video along the way. So this sounds good. Um, they're following, there's a seven-day cycling tour map, which has been launched by the Cotswolds, so they're going to be following that. So this sounds really good. And the good news is they're raising money for Winston's Wish, which is a great local charity, mm. and the Strand District Food Bank. So good luck to them. Yeah. They're going to be going through some nice places. Gloucester, Winchcombe, Upper Slaughter, Burford, Nailsworth. Lovely. It's going to be good. Uh, and of course, the good thing about a uh, cycle route like that is that you get to take in all the lovely scenery along the way. So the waterproof cycle map, you can buy this if you're interested, splits the route into seven daily sections of about 30 miles each, uh, available to buy from the Gloucester Visitor Information Centres for £3.99. pence. And when's this happening? Sunday the 7th of September. And where's, so, it, where's it going? Well, it's going to leave from Whitminster, do 180 miles around the Cotswolds. That's, would you do that? Yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. I don't know if I could cycle 180 miles. Bicycle, bicycle, oh, please. See what I've done there? Bicycle, yeah. I want to ride my bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride my bike. I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride it where I like. You say black. I say white. You say bar. I say bite. You say shark. I say him.
love that yes i just That's a love, great song it's a fantastic song I, I tell you what i mean queen was such a distinctive sounding band how did they make their guitar sound like that because no one else's guitar sounds like well that. brian may's father was a guitar builder he built guitars that was his job yeah whatever, a job or a hobby so brian may built his own guitar did he uh, which is why it gets such a distinctive sound. But that sort of wow, that noise, that weird sound. Is it a box they use, or is it the guitar? Uh, no, it's a it's his guitar. That's his sound. The sound of the guitar. But of course, they multi-track an awful lot. Do they? Yeah, loads and loads of layers of guitars and put together uh, gives that sound. But he's an amazing guitar, and he's my son's hero, Brian. Is he really? Yeah. I thought I was. <laughs> well, you're his, you're, you're his real life hero. Have you heard about these Italian air traffic control strikes? Oh yeah, I know. Blimmin Italians, blimmin coming around here or going over there. UK travellers are among the air passengers facing major disruption due to a strike by selfish air, Italian air traffic controllers. The four-hour stoppage will run from eleven thirty to fifteen thirty. I assume that's today. Uh, yes. British Airways said it has rescheduled some flights, or even rescheduled, depending where you are, but was seeking to minimise disruption. Ryanair has cancelled flights, including services from Manchester to Bologna, uh, London Stansted to Ancona, and Trieste and Liverpool to Pisa. There you go. Like a bit of pizza. (laughs) The head of communications for the airline, Robin Kiley, said, We sincerely apologise to our... What? I I was coughing into the background. Oh, I've ruined it you for you. You are just an unprofessional yeah, person. Yeah, but you're, hang on. For the benefit of this, you're looking that way. I can't do the cut the faders thing, so I leant as far away as I could and tried to cough gently. I thought you were shouting at me. No, sorry. I thought I'd done something wrong. <clears throat> oh, anyway, that was it, really. And not only that, I've done that in front of uh, our newest listener of this morning, Mr. Meek. Meekster. Yeah, the Meekmeister, who's now just... Uh, it wouldn't happen on his show. He rang me the other day, just as I was with BT. Yeah. And we were walking... Up, we were sort of trying to uh, manoeuvre around the traffic in the lane. That was actually quite a good day. I quite enjoyed it. So we opened up a number of joints and we fixed... Well, we haven't fixed it, but we've got the best speeds we can good get. Good as you can get. Without them renewing the cable at the road, which they're not going to do. The best a man can get. Anyway, yeah. Phil, Phil suggested another song I like that Phil. we could have played. I like Phil. I like uh, him more than you do. Pink Floyd, I've yeah. Got a Bike. That, we, won't, that won't be on our system at the yeah, moment, will so it? we could have done that. Of course it will Do you be. know that one? That's really early, Floyd. That's, <clears> a, that's kind of 60s, isn't it? 60s. I've got a bike. You can ride it if you like. It's got a something, something, can something makes it go faster. That's a lovely song. Have you ever thought of becoming a singer? No. <laughs> I did think about it once. But you gave up? <laughs> I gave it up, yeah. Thanks to those horrible people at The Voice. What's it called? <laughs> oh, yeah, your friends at The I've Voice. I've got a bike. Uh, what's Is it the just title, called Phil? bike? What's the title, Phil? Well, tell you what, let's play it for Phil, because he's all right, our Phil. Have we really got it? Yeah, of course we have. Oh, good man. Yeah, we're going to play it now. This Here is you go, for Phil, this is Phil Meek, a, a, a fantastic presenter on 7FM, and he's been a supporter of the station since the beginning, and he's become a friend. I like him. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. And it's not working, so we can't play it. <laughs> I panicked then as well, I suppose, yeah, I'm going to crash over the top of it, but luckily you didn't press the right button. <laughs> we've got it, but it don't want to play. Oh, no. I know. You've ruined it. Oh, Phil. I'm sorry, it is there. 
Well, you know it's going to happen now, Phil, because you know Clark is like me. He's now going to dismantle the old system, uh, reboot, uh, until he's fixed it and found that record for you to play. It's happening. Is I'm going to find it. He's going to get a... We're going to have an LP uh, player in here as well, Phil, so you're like that. That's like the old days. Mm. I won't, of course, know how to use it. Just See, another another piece of technology. Nah, it doesn't work. It's not there. Oh, it needs a license. Oh. It's protected. Uh, Hang on, I've got to download the license. Let's see if, let's just... <laughs> the license has been downloaded. You, can, you may now use the file. Okay, we could be in luck now, Phil. We could be in luck. Let's just see if it works. I'll be amazed if it does. Hang on. That's it? What? Oh, it's the backing track. It didn't like it. It didn't like it. No good. I I like that. That was good. There we go. Have you heard that one before? Couldn't play it on the old play it system. They like to use something else. That's a really, 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 really old song. Is it? Is that the age of it? The lyrics are great, aren't they? Yeah. There you go. That was for Phil. Phil said um, Alex will like the record player. Ah, yeah, he will. So there you go. And I won't. You won't like it. <coughs> <coughs> Thing is, I've um, I've lost my G- BBC jingle, but let's do it anyway, shall we? Why don't we? I'll Why don't we one. do the news? Let's do the news, shall we? Yes. Hang on. Let's just make sure I get that right. Here we go. So leading off today, NATO plans to confront the threat of Islamic State militants, and that features heavily in Saturday's papers. The Times reports that Britain has agreed and signed to a US-led core coalition to wipe out the organisation, and quotes US President Barack Obama saying the time has come to take the fight to the extremists. The Daily Telegraph focuses on the length of commitment required. It quotes US Secretary of State John Kerry's suggestion of a three-year timetable to degrade and ultimately destroy Islamic State. 
Britain's PM David Cameron agreed a military commitment is required and ruled nothing out. It adds the Guardian reports a high court ruling. Sorry, Mr. Full Stop. <laughs> I'm really messing this up. Keep reading it. The Guardian reports a high court ruling that Asher King, the terminally ill boy whose parents were arrested for taking him away from hospital to seek alternative treatment in Spain, will be allowed to receive specialist help in Prague. UK doctors have criticised the move, saying the boy will not benefit the paper ads. And the Lib Dem rebellion backing a bill aimed at watering down government charges to housing benefit leads the independent. The paper says the reform dubbed the bedroom tax by critics, which penalises council tenants deemed to have more rooms than they need, is finally on track for abolition. And the sister paper, The Eye, says the bill, if passed, could mean a reprieve for thousands of families who are set to lose what the government calls the spare room subsidy. The paper also quotes the anger of Tory MPs who declared the rebellion the end of the coalition. And warnings from David Cameron that Scots would be more vulnerable in a dangerous and insecure world if they voted for independence lead the FT weekend. It describes the PM statement as being part of a push to halt the yes charge, a reference to recent gains by nationalists in opinion polls. The Daily Mirror has a story of a 59-year-old man who fought off three crowbar-wielding burglars with his bare hands when they broke into his house. He refused to back down even when they battered him and threatened him with a razor, the paper says. Rapists are escaping punishment by apologising to victims, the Daily Express suggests. The paper says police have been letting them off with community-based orders designed for minor offenses. Offences, meaning five rapists and 53 serious sex offenders have avoided jail in the past year. Banks, HSBC, Barclays, Santander and RBS Halifax have admitted to MPs that they went and sent thousands of letters which appeared to be from debt collection firms, according to the Daily Mail. The banks insisted the true ownership of fake debt collection and legal agencies was made very clear in the small print. The paper adds, The Daily Star has the latest from reality TV show Big Brother, the celebrity Big Brother, where Kelly Maloney, formerly boxing promoter Frank, became the latest person to be evicted. The paper says there was consolidation for Maloney in that she found true love with fellow hastemate Rico Guarnico. Is that right? I don't know. There are a lot of... I haven't heard of anybody on Celebrity Big Brother. But anyway, that's your news on the front pages today on 7FM. Can I just say that you made loads of mistakes and I, I only made know, hardly I any. Know. But do you remember the two weeks before that, you couldn't seem to because read it and I got it that's right. that's why I got you to read it first, because it's the, it's the curse of the first. Yeah, it's maybe. It's the first curse. It's a, so you're going to read them all for now, first. It's a smaller font than normal as well. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. And even with my yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, spectacled what, head on, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't see it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Small font. Yes. Have you got a small font? Yes, I have. Okay. I've I, I got wingdings. I've heard that. <laughs> you can get cream for it, though. No. Got any wingdings cream, please? There wingdings. you go. Very nice. Very nice. So that was the front pages. Yeah. We're going to do a bit of weather, I think. Should ooh, we do that? We'll get it all in in the last few Absolutely. minutes. It, it's to be, I, so I heard it's supposed to be getting warm, and we're going to have another big, long, late warm spell. Good. So I'm not going to take the swimming pool down, then. No, don't do that. Not today. All right. An empty uh, ten ton of water yeah. into the next door neighbour's garden drive your quad bike into it oh yeah and then film it yeah and get 250 pounds could do which might nearly cover the damage <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would somehow <laughs> I tell you what, let's do the weather very quickly on 7FM shall we 
So today, after rather cloudy and a dull start, conditions will brighten up across the region through the day. There will be some warm, sunny spells in the afternoon and perhaps the odd shower as well. A dry and mild night tonight after any showers quickly clear in the evening. There will be some clear spells which could allow some patches of mist and fog to develop. And that's your weather on 7FM on Saturday the 6th of September. It's 9.52. Well, well done. I like the way you did all that. Yes. That was like proper radio. Of course it is, mate. I'm a Good professional. Stuff. I'm Good actually stuff. on a bit of fire today. You are? I, I'm feeling... I'm not going to say it, actually, because I've had had two weeks of horrible. Well, when you say horrible... No, I am. I mean, not feeling Just t- feeling rubbish. And I mean feeling sick, burping. But I just said something that I've, uh, earlier off air that I've had a coffee, a biscuit, and I've not burped once. That's because I'm here. I wonder if it's like... I wonder if it is. <laughs> like a, are you... Ca- yeah, I think if if you're doing something you're enjoying and having a good time and that's well I've had a lot of stress over the last few years particularly yeah. in the last three months and particularly in the last month of the last months of the middle of the three in months the last one hour <laughs> no. 57 minutes and <laughs> wh- I think when your body goes through a lot of stress um, and you come out of that stress yeah it doesn't it, it, it's almost like y- you become addicted to it and it starts to create stressful situations Absolutely. by the only way it can yeah. by f- you know manifest manifesting themselves personifying themselves as a no and parading themselves <laughs> yeah. with a flag exactly as something that's wrong with you <laughs> i think yeah. no i agree i agree and also your state of mind can affect your physical oh yeah you know, oh uh, no physical what's the word physical being physical oh, state oh no uh, very much so oh, i think yeah. now if veronica was listening yes she'd be on to you now telling what? you off and telling you to meditate and well the thing is i i want to get back into my reiki so i did my reiki one and i'm now a reiki one qualified reiki oh, one yes. but not fully qualified so i can't charge people but i've never done it on anyone I don't so really Paul, understand. can you just pull that um, <laughs> thing? Is I think you would be a good candidate to do it on first of all because okay. you're a funny person, yeah, looking, and <laughs> it would be it, and it, you would be a good test because you're a bloke, nearly, right. and <laughs> I think I would be a bit nervous about doing it because what happens if I accidentally touched you? Yeah, um, but in saying that, it could be worse for a lady. Do I have to take my clothes off to do this? No, no, you do it fully clothed. Okay, yeah, I'm up um, for it then. So but, far, but naked. Okay. <laughs> no, but seriously, I want to try. I'm going to try it on Karen. I bought myself. I even bought when I did it, as you can imagine. I went out and bought a leather couch. Yes. <laughs> is, is it, but I've never put it up. Is it crystals and stuff? And, and no, stone? no, Reiki um, is healing from the the so from a healer. So my I went out with my mum, took her out. She she played uh, the piano actually, which was quite funny. Uh, but it wasn't funny, she played it because I hadn't played it for a while. And I took her out, and she hadn't been well, and she said, when I went, she said, I felt really good, and you've got natural healing. And I've been told oh. that by a number of people. Wow. But I've just never done it. Try it. I'd be up for it. Well, next Saturday is my birthday. Yeah. And I did. it did flicker through my mind, maybe I'll have well, a lie-in. I ain't doing it on there. But I am coming in. I will do the show even on my birthday. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't miss it. No, I can't miss that. Oh. I'll wait for the 150 presents when I get home. Yeah, yeah. Who from? Um, <laughs> me. Oh, you got But, one. yeah, so you could... That could be my, my birthday present. What, give you a bit of Reiki? <laughs> yeah. What happens if you feel good after it, though? Well, that's, that's the idea, isn't thing it? thing is, I did think this would be an ideal place to do it. Yeah, dark. Because I was thinking that's... Because I, I, I could actually do it professionally, and um, I could get rid of all this stuff in here and use this as my studio. You could, um, yeah, you could. Talk to Janine's mum. Janine's mm-hmm. mum is an alternative therapist. You got a number? Yoga. Yeah, oh, shall I read it out? Yeah, nine to nine. That's for the police. No, it does yoga, reflexology, kinesiology, all this sort of stuff. Oh, so okay. this is a complementary therapy. So if you did it professionally, if you ever got anybody saying, I want some kinesiology, uh, some Reiki, 
<clears throat> do you do it? And she'd go, no, but I know somebody does. Oh, fantastic. There you go. She doesn't do Reiki? No. I'm pretty sure she doesn't. What I'm thinking, what I would do is build another, another place. Yes, place yeah, and i do the same as I've done in here. I bet Veronica does Reiki. Because she's really into all this stuff. She is, and I'm into my crystals. I have my bag of crystals on me. Have you? Listen. Here we go. Oh. Oh my gosh, you do as well. There they are. My bag of crystals. Wait, 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 you, have the, you had them in your pants. What are you keeping them there for? No, they're in my pocket, you oh, filth, pocket? monster. <laughs> so I've got a bit of rose quartz. It's a bit big, the rose quartz, though. What does... Oh, yeah, that's pretty. That's not rose quartz, actually. Okay. But anyway, yeah, so there you go. Do you I, always carry those around Yeah, I do everywhere. Do you? Yeah. If I don't wear them, I die. <laughs> okay. I'm not paranoid, but no. I know someone who is, and I know that doesn't mean that everybody isn't looking at me. <laughs> okay. And I walk down the street naked. <laughs> It's time that we went, Paul. Fantastic. You're it's time you want. Am I? Yeah, you are. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's time for us to play a song and go and leave this, this, these people that have really been annoying us today. <laughs> so we are going to play a bit of David Guetta, who you don't like. And you're going to come in next week. Ooh. and I, Oh, Meek's birthday tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday, Philip. Got to get that in. He's 47. Did you know that? Yeah, he is. He's a good-looking well, bloke for 47. around the neck. He is. Oh, mate, that's not very nice, Paul. Paul Alcock, Paul Ryan Alcock. <laughs> have a great birthday, Phil. Yeah, have a good birthday. Don't forget to, if you think you've had enough to drink, you haven't. Drink some more, <laughs> Phil. Good man. Have one on me and Paul. We'll be back next week on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show on 7 FM. Paul will be back Wednesday with his show. Not worth listening to him. <laughs> no, it is. It's very funny, actually. Uh, so it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. Oh, got the wrong feeder. Oh, it was pretty tight as well, wasn't it? <laughs> we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Let's light it up, let's light it up until our hearts catch fire And show the world a burning light that never shines so bright